Hello dear listeners today's central journey has brought you another interesting episode I am Shubhra Singhal and today the team Isa Tirupati IGM 2021 is in conversation with team Kronanjan So hi Shubhra um I am Sofia and together with my teammate Milu we are here representing team Groningen from the Netherlands First of all we wanted to thank team Iser Tirupati for having us in one of the episodes from their Sintrack podcast We are very much looking forward to discussing the potential of synthetic biology Today we are going to talk about an amazing aspect of synthetic biology that most of us have not really thought about and that is the use and relevance of synthetic biology in the food industry. So get your plates ready for today the GMOs will turn out to be our little chefs. So Sophia Let's start our conversation in this area with first understanding what is synthetic biology in the food industry. That's actually a good and a hard question, but I will try to keep it uh, simple. So in the food industry, we can use genetically modified organisms to produce food, ingredients or feed additives, or even use these GMOs to optimize food industry processes like fermentation. Right, right. So how is it different from the normal food industry? because you use genetically modified organism to produce food or ferment ingredients more efficiently or with less quantity of the organism on the environment than without a GMO additionally using synthetic biology to produce food also allows you to add desired properties to an organism that doesn't intrinsically have this is known as fast directed evolution Yeah, I'm sure that synthetic biology is being widely applied in the food technology, and you might have come across some amazing examples and projects in the same. Can you tell us about a few of them? Hi, yeah, good question. So you have several of these cool examples. The first of uh, them is that you can make tofu with using a GMO. That way, you can make fake meat without the need of actual animals, and there are even other meat substitutes than tofu that really resemble meat even more. Moreover, you can create crops that are resistant to pathogens and other environmental conditions like salt water, so they grow better in areas that you're not used to growing these plants. And lastly, you can also create crops that are higher in nutritional values. Wow, that sounds so amazing. And who could have thought that synthetic biology could be so yummy too? With that, I'm sure that our listeners are also thrilled to know more about synthetic biology in food industry. So coming up next we are going to weigh in the attributes and consequences of using synthetic biology in food industry and discuss about its future aspects. As we all know, synthetic biology continuously proves to be an amazing boon for all the fields of life sciences. and i'm sure it's the same case with food technology so i'm very interested to know what are the potential benefits of using synthetic biology in the food industry there are actually a lot of potential benefits it allows to grow crops more efficiently with less nutrients additionally you could also grow these crops in conditions they could not grow in before such as in situation where the the temperatures are really low or when water is lacking moreover you can produce food with less space 
reducing the land needed for some crops. As with synthetic biology, you can minimize crop losses. Finally, you can also reduce the use of pesticides, as you can potentially make the crop resistant to certain pest species, therefore making the crop more green and cheap. Yes, and as expected, synthetic biology is definitely proving to be a boon for the food industry as well. But are there any potential negative consequences of using synthetic biology in food industry? Let's find out. Yes, so in every synthetic biology uh, event, it's always good to be careful. So even in this case, you still have to make sure that your project is done responsibly. For example, if your project is done irresponsibly, it could have those negative consequences. Imagine that you have a modification that has adverse effects if it spreads in the populations and not enough safety regulations are incorporated in the project. Then your genetic material might spread unintentionally, or even worse, it might spread intentionally if people actually try to use it in the wrong way, therefore seeing that your project has dual use potential that you should be aware of. Um, in both of these cases, it can cause harm to the natural environment, both to humans and plants. Moreover, if you scale up your project, uh, you have to make sure that all your safety regulations are incorporated even more so. Uh, the second point is that the public can be a bit hesitant and adverse to the idea of food that produced, is produced with GMOs or food that contains GMOs. For example, in our own project, we encounter GMO-free farms, and these are farms that produce everything without the GMOs being involved anywhere in the project, uh, which is not necessarily unwarranted, but it can affect the feasibility of your project if people don't like the use of a GMO. And lastly, working with GMOs is a highly technical field, especially if you work on a large-scale production plant. Uh, all of this requires a lot more effort and technical training of personnel than the traditional ways of producing food. This way of farming might also not be feasible in economically and technically challenged parts of the world, therefore having the potential to increase inequality. So if the training of personnel and incorporated safe, necessary safety measures are not performed adequately, it can actually endanger the safety of your project. Talking about the potential advantages and disadvantages of using synthetic biology in the food industry, I am sure that our listeners and our fellow science enthusiasts would be very excited to know what does the future hold for synthetic biology being applied in the food industry. Well, all in all, it is a very promising field which has great potential to help us towards a more sustainable future, in which the huge food industry uses less land while still being able to feed our ever-growing world population. However, care should be taken that the risks associated with each specific GMO-based project are understood, and necessary safety measures to curb this risk are adequately incorporated. This can of course be a challenge, for more economically and technically challenged farmers that wish to compete with this new industry. And lastly, the public can be rightfully critical to these new developments. Therefore, more discussion and education about synthetic biology is needed worldwide to make the opportunities and the risk it offers more accessible to all. We are therefore very grateful to be able to join in this podcast to spread the word. Yes, definitely. And your team is doing an amazing job. Coming up next, we will learn more about what the iGym 2021 team of Groningen is up to for this year's Jamboree.
Neelu. I'm very interested in knowing what problem is your team tackling this year for iGEM 2021. So this year, iGEM Groningen 2021 is designing a novel, innovative solution to the Dutch nitrogen crisis. Basically, the Netherlands admits too much nitrogen. All nitrogen surplus is even four times the European average, and we emit the most nitrogen per hectare in the European Union. Uh, one part of this problem is the emission of ammonia. When ammonia gets emitted into the air and it consequently deposits in nitrogen-sensitive areas, it harms biodiversity. It harms biodiversity since some plants thrive on nitrogen and nitrogen is present in ammonia, and therefore they overgrow others that don't grow so well in nitrogen or ammonia. In the Netherlands, we do not per se have an above average number of those nitrogen sensitive areas, but we do emit a lot of ammonia. Most of this ammonia is actually originating from agriculture, more specifically for cows. And therefore the measures against the nitrogen crisis as of now have mainly focused at curbing Dutch agriculture which has caused a huge uproar on the farmers, considering that Dutch agriculture is a huge industry. Uh, the Netherlands is even the second biggest agricultural exporter in the world. So it's rather clear that this is a problem, but that a new solution is needed. So therefore, uh, our project, Bimonia, aims to tackle the problem at the stalls and find a solution that works for both nature and farmers. We're engineering Saccharomyces subspecies to produce a feed additive which optimizes the digestion of cattle. The cows therefore produce less ammonia while they at the same time produce more milk and grow better. We also plan to use a special filter device, which is called a metal organic framework, or in short, a moth, that's able to capture ammonia. The moth will capture ammonia and give it back to our yeast, so a yeast can use it as a nitrogen source to grow and produce even more feed additive. Therefore, we have a circular project that tackles the problem at the source and helps prevent both harmful effects on nature and the income of farmers. Whoa! This is a very innovative and efficient way to apply synthetic biology in the food industry. I'm curious to know how does your project bring synthetic biology and the food industry closer? Good question. It is basically because we are producing a feed additive to optimize the food industry and reduce its strain on the environment. We were very happy to discuss the use of synthetic biology in the food industry with you, since we are working with that ourselves. Overall, we I think Groningen sees a lot of opportunities for SimBio in the food industry. To make the food industry more sustainable and able to produce enough food for our ever-growing world population. However, of course, risks are associated with large-scale food production with SimBio. And education and discussions are important. So to everyone listening, spread the word on the possibilities and risk of SynBio in the food industry all around the world, because both education and discussion are important. With that, I would like to thank Team Groningen on behalf of our whole team for being a part of our Centrac journey and having this informative discussion on this amazing application of synthetic biology. And to our fellow listeners, I bid adieu. Until next time.